welcome folks to episode 10 of the ministry of dice podcast we are a uk-based dice masters podcast talking about all things dice masters in uk i'm chris aka true mr six and my partner in crime today is andy aka frodo stark <laughs> frodo stark <laughs> okay i've heard you've got hairy feet <laughs> little known fact for the listeners actually they may or may not be aware but Andy was actually part of the production and design team who worked on the Tinder app he built it mostly around his own personal experiences as a young teenager and some of the sad stories of love <laughs> and disappointment that he experienced there how you find all these things out about me I would never know well I've got my sources mate I've got my sources you, you may have your little MI6 style Dice Masters spies but <laughs> I've got guys who sit in trees and hide around dark corners and get the real dirt <laughs> <laughs> so Andy good evening How well good evening as we're recording this how are you? I'm very well you alright mate? yes I'm okay thank you very much I'm okay I've had a very busy week at work but you know it pays the bills and it funds my Dice Masters addiction. So, man's got to do what a man's got to do. That's right. Certainly does. I've, I've been busy as well. New job. I don't know if, well, very interesting, but I've got a new job. So, I've been working hard on that. Yeah. I don't know if you mentioned it all till now on the podcast. No, I haven't. No. And we've, we've had some busy weekends lately, which we'll come on to talk about in a moment. Yes, we will. But episode 10, my man, it's a birthday. It we're, is. We're 10, in double digits. Yeah. I can't believe we made it this far. Just think, we've got 10 listeners and 10 episodes. It's one each. <laughs> yeah, one an episode, yeah. <laughs> I think we should be very proud of our achievement there. So thank you to you, 10. I hope you're enjoying <laughs> your journey with us. Thanks, yeah. Mum. Yeah, thanks, Dad. Yeah. But my kids listen as well for their sins. <laughs> I'll be on my best behaviour then. Yeah, a lot of it goes over the heads. You need to get some w- I keep telling you, man, you need to get some WD-40 on that chair. Ah, uh, sorry. I've done my back in, so I can't stand up. Uh, I'll let you off. It's because you're getting old. <laughs> that is true. But as there we've we discussed many times on this podcast, you've led a very full and fulfilling life with a range of curious and interesting experience. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm sure has made you very wise. You say wise, but I'm getting a little bit old and, and doddery because... As Steve, I think he was the only person that picked up, but I'm sure he wasn't the only one. That <laughs> last episode, I put The Lord of the Rings and Game of Thrones uh, got them very confused. The game that we played at CottageCon wasn't The Lord of the Rings, The Hand of the King. It was Game of Thrones, The Hand of the King. Apologies for my massive geek error there. I love the lord of the thrones um, massive, <laughs> massive fan i know game of the rings that's also game very good rings. yeah yeah that's a, that's a whole different ball game we won't go that far um <laughs> but uh, apologies and thank you steve for, for picking that up yeah so i'll confess andy asked me to take it out when i edited the podcast <laughs> but i left it in to embarrass him and said let's sit and see how long it takes for <laughs> <laughs> for someone to point it out to us so thanks everyone that's steve steve amuck from the discord channel was was the first to publicly clock it i don't know if anyone noticed it beforehand but it gave us a little chuckle <laughs> it certainly gave me a little chuckle you absent-minded old fool you <laughs> yeah, always a pleasure yeah so at this point in the introduction what i would normally do is i would say to andy what have you been playing lately 
But we have been playing quite a bit of Dice Masters lately. It's the fall WKO, uh, sorry, the autumn WKO season. And so uh, we're going to do a community focus talking about what we've been playing, uh, specifically honing in on those events. So there's not a great deal to talk about in that respect in the intro. We did want to mention one thing, though, didn't we, Andy? Yes, I've not had a, uh, any contact from Justin Ziran yet. No, I thought he might have picked up the phone and got onto us straight away to come along and join us uh, in our offer to play a, a Dice Masters related quiz. I can only assume that he's maybe on annual leave at the moment or perhaps tied up securing another big deal between WizKids and hopefully Hasbro or something, um, that, that he's been a little bit too busy to fit us in. But just a quick reminder, Justin, we are here, ready, willing and able to be representatives of the Dice Masters cause in Europe. I think our credentials are well established there already. And we'd love to have you on the show. As we said last week, we don't even have to talk about anything serious. You can just come and face off with me again in one of Andy's Q Branch quizzes. Yeah, I mean, I did have a phone call, a mysterious phone call, and for, for about five minutes I did think it was WizKids, but actually it was just a company trying to sell me PPI, so uh, uh, that was a very awkward conversation there. It didn't really go anywhere, which yeah. is a shame. So, uh, yeah, Justin, get in touch. We, we'd love to have you on. That was the only thing we really wanted to mention. We're going to talk about what we've been playing in the community focus, so I think we'll wrap it up and uh, move on, shall oh, we, there? Oh, no, no, well, we've still got um, all the Tomb of Annihilation cards to talk about. It's been released. There's loads of cards that we can talk about. <laughs> well, it's been released somewhere. Oh. We haven't seen it. I've seen it all over the internet. Uh, it has been all over the internet, that's true, because there, there have been friends in the Dice Masters community have it in hand and are playing with it currently, probably. Even as part of their WKOs, but sadly, outside of their borders, there is not a sight or a sound of Tomb Annihilation cards. I'm sorry to report. So all, mm. all that hope and those dreams that were formed by the parallel release of X-Men First Class, Andy, I'm sorry to, to break it to you. It's it's just not going to be. I need to get TFC 007 on the case. Yeah, man. After all his great work, he's, he's let us down. So if you could give him a call and sort something out, because as Christmas creeps any closer, I'm not going to be able to afford to buy any Tomb of Annihilation. I've got I've got Lego Fortrexes to go and purchase and scooters and Scoot. yeah and Sean the sheep farmer trucks that don't actually exist. My son, my son <laughs> has a disappointing Christmas day. He has written things on his letter to Father Christmas that don't actually exist. Uh, I've got to buy this Doc McStuffins trailer thing, which is... <laughs> Doc one... is in and she'll fix you up. <laughs> <laughs> For the money, it's just like this massive pile of crap. <laughs> you're a toy, then you're in luck. <laughs> That's only £70. Well, yeah, of course you can have that. Yeah, sure, sure, yeah. The things he put in his letters to Father Christmas. So, yeah, Tomb of Annihilation has not been released on European shores. Um, but... Food and water. Food and water. We need to talk about that card. <laughs> we we will. I promise we will talk about food and water. If for no other reason, then where's the water in the picture? There's no water in the picture. <laughs> They've cut off at the bottom where it says Justin Zaran, GCSE's 1996. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, the art on that card is the biggest pile of pants. It's like, <laughs> the Dungeons and Dragons ride. Look at the floating pastries. <laughs> yeah, it's the card. So, number one, the card should just be called Food. 
because <laughs> there ain't no water in the picture. Number two, uh, we can surely we can do better than you know some GCSE art submission. <laughs> See, I, I, I must have missed. Michael the pastry chef off of the cartoon series. You had Bobby the Barbarian. You had uh, the little geeky wizard dude. There's a bit of fruit on top of the cake. What are you talking about? <laughs> Michael the pastry chef. With his special abilities, he can bake some pastries and make them float in the air. <laughs> oh, and on that note, <laughs> let's crack on with the show. <laughs> This is London calling. Here is the news. Welcome back, folks. So for our community focus in this episode, we're going to talk about the WKOs we've recently been competing in. Woo! Yeah, baby. Yeah. So in the UK, well, as of time of listening to this, in the UK, three out of the four that we had scheduled will have taken place. However, due to the schedule in which we record these episodes and the time it takes me to actually put an episode together on on the old editing job, we're only going to be talking about the first two, which was the Southampton WKO that you attended, Andy, and then the Manchester WKO that I attended. But we are both going to be at the Chimera Games WKO in Nottingham. So at the point of listening to this, we'll have both got together. We'll have seen each other face to face for the first time in about, what, uh, six, seven months? Yeah, yeah, and I will have probably stared at Andy at the other end of the road tables <laughs> <laughs> as he sits at table number one and I sit at table probably number 12. But yeah, we're, we're hoping to get a little bit of live recording done. We'll see how that goes. We, we don't know if our equipment will be up to scratch, but we'll see. So expect that coming in, the, in episode 11. But for now, we're going to talk about Southampton and Manchester. So do you want to kick us off talking about your experience in Southampton, Andy? Uh, yeah, definitely. So I took the So Bad It Could Be Good team. Yeah. Uh, I have done a write-up on the Brick Roller 6 blog. You have? Uh, which goes into a fair amount of detail. Overall cracking event is at the Gaming versus Cancer event, which is run every year at the Southampton University by Cheap Frills, which is a game store based on the Isle of Wight. So, um, Andy, just before you, you, you carry on... Just yeah. if somebody's listening to this episode for the first time and hasn't ever listened to any of our other episodes, the details of the So Bad It Could Be Good team can be found in our fifth episode. Uh, yeah, yeah Rip Thunderstone. A.K.A. Rip Thunderstone is the name of the episode. And the BritRoller6.com is the webpage um, if you want to go and read any of the content that we've written about it in the blog post. So sorry to interrupt, mate, but I just wanted to get that out there. Make sure everyone can find what they can find. That's absolutely mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, so one of the best things about the event is that it is in such a nice venue and the chairs are really, really comfy, which is a random thing to think about, but it is quite rare. I don't so, think it's that random. Yeah. So, yeah, I played on it, a, a brilliant event. There was a total of, I want to say, I can't remember now, I think it was 12 people. Good to see so many faces that I've not seen for a while. Ben. Uh, Andy Spug, Joe, Dan, Phil Ball, some regulars at these events. So it was nice to catch up with them. The So Bad It Could Be Good team fared better than expected. Uh, <laughs> ended up uh, sixth, which is slap bang in the middle of the pack with two wins and two losses. And strength of schedule was what <laughs> saw me out of the, the top four. But I'm sure there was more to it than that. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, it, the, the team did well. It was quite basic. However, it did fare pretty well against blanking teams because, you know, what do you blank? What are you going to uh, blank? Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to blank? They're all rubbish. The, the mechanic with Clay Gollum, Iron Fist and Mary Jane. So uh, fabricating off Iron Fist and Mary Jane to bring in a Clay Gollum. Then next turn I'm rolling them in. If I'm getting a load of fists, I can pump up with the Too Big to Fly Global character. If I can sneak it through, it's doing a fair whack of damage. So that worked quite well. That was kind of it, really, though. There wasn't many strings to the bow. So uh, getting two wins and two losses, I was happy with that. Yeah. Uh, and all went well. Charlotte TO'd it really well. Charlotte Snowden. Uh, so speaking of Charlotte there, you recorded a few words for Charlotte who gave us some details about the event that surrounded the actual WKO. So do you, do you want to cut to that, that just short little segment there, mate, now? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's hear from Charlotte then briefly. I'm here with Charlotte at uh, the Southampton WKO at Gaming vs. Cancer. Um, how do you think it went today? Uh, yeah, I think it um, was a great day. Um, we had uh, more players than we had last year, uh, Grand Total 12, uh, some new players that we haven't met before. Obviously, and some returning ones from the community. Yeah, it was a great overall. Fantastic. And uh, the event is held at Gaming versus Cancer, a, a big event with uh, a number of different games going on. Um, do you want to tell us a little bit about Gaming versus Cancer? Yeah, so um, Gaming versus Cancer is a gaming event that raises money for Cancer Research UK. Um, it's in its fifth year. Uh, it started as a Hero Clicks tournament and has expanded to many games uh, including Dice Masters, Heroclix, Netrunner and Pokemon I think this year uh, and some others. Fantastic, cool. And of the, the proceeds going to um, it was uh, Cancer Research Cancer UK. Research UK. Cool. Well, I'd like to say thank you for running an amazing tournament this year again, Charlotte, and um, uh, thank you very much for your time. Uh, thank you for coming. Thank you. Cool. There you go. Woo. Okay, so yeah, all the proceeds went to Cancer Research UK as because it was part of the Gaming versus Cancer Weekender. So uh, really good um, to be involved with that, and it all kind of tying in together was really nice. It was good to, to to record some audio when I went to a WKO. Also got some audio from Mandy, the the winner, and Ben, the runner up. Uh, you know, recording audio as a podcast. Right. A podcaster is uh, something that is probably all right. All right. So we'll listen to Andy and Ben's little interview with you after the final and then you can lay into me some more on that subject and bring the listeners into the loop let's, let's listen to the Southampton WKO winner yes let's do that so we're here at the Southampton WKOs for Gaming versus Cancer where the final has just finished and uh, Andy has beaten Ben um, Andy congratulations yeah. thank you thank you how do you feel? Exhausted. <laughs> it always these. Uh, I've played some really great people today. It's been a really good, um, fun day. I think that when I think when any any of these sort of things, you get to the end of the day, you just feel like emotionally, just kind of your brain just can't take anymore. And it felt like that certainly. I think even before the final, when I knew I was going to be playing Ben, I just thought, oh dear, this could be pretty tough. And it was really, really close. It couldn't have been any closer. So it's been a brilliant day. So yeah, really enjoyed it. Fantastic. And Ben, how are you feeling? Yeah, all right. Uh, like I lost to Andy in the um, table thing. What's that called? Swiss. Swiss. That's what it's called. I lost to Andy in Swiss, and like I wasn't happy with the team particularly, and I fluked into the top four somehow, and then got a good matchup in the semis. So the final, I knew I was gonna kind of struggle. Um, so yeah, not too, not too disappointed. Uh, my team, yeah, was okay, and I put up a good show, so it was fine. You did that, excellent. And Andy, um, give us a brief 
rundown of your team and how you played it? Yeah, so I used the uh, the rare storm that um, deals one damage every time you use an action die in combination with cosmic, the rare cosmic cube from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. So the idea is just to get storm out and then as many cosmic cubes as you can, keep recycling them as quickly as possible. I use Mimic for um, my churn and had one or two other pieces like Shriek, which came in handy, but, and also... Um, rare cold gun which was uh, a bit of an MP- MVP at times so um, that was basically the team and the the cosmic cubes in combination with one or two of the other basic actions that I was able to use was able to kind of generally chip away and get the opponent down to nil but the really good thing is that you're trying to cycle actions anyway and that mimic with when you name sidekicks you just flood the field with sidekicks yeah. so you don't have any sidekicks in your bag so you have actions you don't need to pay to field exactly. so yeah you can just get through your bag really quickly yeah Fantastic. Well, congratulations again, and thank, thank you very you. much. Thanks a lot. Cool. So, okay, hands up now. Uh, I may have neglected to follow suit at the Manchester WKO and meet my commitment to Andy to capture some audio while I was there. Boo. I have no defence other than absent-mindedness. <laughs> so in, in your defense the manchester wko i'll let you go on and uh, and tell us all about it but it did start really late and end really late yes and it did we had a delayed start so there were some players who we knew were due to come who were delayed and uh, stuck in traffic and then just challenged by the public transport system so we elected to push back the start time a little bit, but what that then meant was obviously the finish time got pushed back. And by the time the final started, I had to get going. I needed to get home before the kids went to bed. So I had to duck out and uh, didn't end up staying to get the interview with Ben, uh, who subsequently won it. Uh, however, I could have caught some audio through the course of the day. I was just kind of all a bit too wrapped up in in the games and just sort of didn't even think about it. At least I took some photos, you know. Yeah, yeah, yes. Well done. Cool. Well, tell us about Manchester. How did it go? Yeah, so Manchester, we had... It took place at Fanboy 3 in the city centre, which is a regular WKO location um, since we've started doing them over here in the UK. We had 17 players to begin with. However, very early on, someone pulled out. And so we dropped down to 16 players, which gave us a four-round Swiss event. And then we did top eight, top four, and final. In terms of myself, I took a villain control team along, which was essentially all the kind of really cool villain control cards that are knocking around at the moment, like Blob and... Bishop. Yeah. Well, Bishop is on the team, but he's not a villain. Sorry, I was going to say Thanos, who was our pick of the week a couple of episodes back, and chucked a bit of Nobby in there for some extra win condition potential. It went okay, reasonably okay for me, but probably about normal or average for me. I ended on one win, two ties, and a loss in the four rounds, and came ninth. So I'd lit one space off the top eight, which was a little disappointing, but that's life. The usual stuff with me, mate. It takes me ages to catch on to what my opponent's doing <laughs> so I end up you know losing the first round and then cottoning on and doing better in the second round but then not having enough time to fit game three in you know the win was against another villain team so you know my own nobby became a boon in that instance so like like you've done Andy I've written up a, a bit of a tournament report that's on the BritRoller6.com log page so you can go and have a look at that which gives a blow by blow account of my rounds <laughs> that's the BritRoller6.com yeah 
absolutely. So, uh, yeah, go and take a look at that if you want a, a little bit more detail about the teams that I played against and what went on there. I had a bit of a disappointing finish in the fourth round. I was feeling a bit salty, I'll be the first to admit it, because I ended up going to time and rounds. Uh, played an, a tremendous game, probably one of the better games of my life in terms of my team actually working the way I wanted it to work and me concentrating and playing the way I should be playing all the time. Just too slow, which is another problem of mine. And so we ended up timing out and ending on a tie, which I found quite, quite frustrating. So I had to go for a bit of a walk around the block and a cup of tea to make it all better, <laughs> you know. <laughs> So yeah, that's 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 pretty much it. All the usual faces were there. Ben said Scott, our UK national champion 2016, took the top spot. So congratulations, Ben, on your qualification there. Yeah, mate. And uh, yeah, like yourself, I just found it a real pleasure to catch up with some of the usual faces from around. A lot of the Manchester, the usual Manchester crew were about, and then some new faces, which was also great to see. Uh, which was also great to see. But we had the London crew that were up, and then some of the Yorkshire guys came down too. In fact, Matt Haley is another regular face in the community. He's been doing very well lately and he, he hit top four for second event in a row, yeah. I'm a little bit fearful of that team he's playing. It, it's it's quite brutal, the two-face smash here and you can't do anything combo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't end up playing him on the day, but I think a lot of people would be hard-pressed to, to react to it as quickly as it, come, <laughs> it comes down the, yeah. down the field at you, you know. So yeah, just it, the, the usual standard, mate. Usual standard, just great community, great people to hang out with. Awesome stuff. And then we've got Chimera coming up in the next few days, or yesterday, as <laughs> yes, as as people start to listen. What, what do you think we can expect from that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to expect, mate. So the one thing I do know from your WKO and from our WKO, and then just having a little look around uh, things like the Virtual Worlds event that's taken place recently, and some of the other WKOs that've been constructed, uh, I think. Uh, anything goes at the minute you can just rock up and and find yourself facing all sorts of weird and wonderful stuff one of the things i particularly enjoyed at rwko in manchester was the variety of teams that we saw there was a king bat bolt team there was a jimmy olsen superman combo there was the two-face team that you just mentioned infiltrate was there well represented by ben who took an infiltrate team to the top we saw loads of really different ramp solutions going on mimic and sidekick ramps there was jubilee teams you know there was tons of different stuff boom boom action based teams there was somebody had a kind of sidekick aggro thing going on which was really cool as well you know so just lots and lots and lots of variety come sunday mate uh, goodness knows what we're going to be facing i've no idea that's very exciting it is uh, there, there are definitely some cards that i saw around a fair bit shriek was knocking around a lot cold gun was knocking around a lot scarlet witch the latest x-men first class one was knocking around a lot again listeners if you're if you're interested in taking a closer look at those the team lists from both those events are on the on our website so go and take a look at those if you want to get under the skin of it but lots of blobs lots of shrieks uh, dwarf wizards cold guns so that blanking tip for tat game is definitely still very strong mimic spot generally with the kind of rampy sort of things i remember seeing that uh, spider-man's good the Spider-Man. yes he was around a lot that's true yeah yeah that's what's, it, what's he called it's like something with heart what's it let me have a look sorry prepared as always it's from the maximum carnage set. it's the one where when you attack your sidekicks need to be blocked first and he is called it's not giant spider 
if you notice how I'm talking and finding it at the same time. War of the Heart, Spider-Man War of the Heart, absolutely cracking card. Use it in conjunction with the new PXG and you're getting sidekicks out in the field. You've got Mimic that's when you're fielding a sidekick, you're getting ramp. And then old Spider-Man comes in, you have to block his sidekicks and anything else in the field is walloping you right in the face. That was Dan Lloyd's team uh, that I played first at uh, my WKO that I was very sure. impressed with because there's a lot of new cards a lot of things that I'd not really seen yeah uh, and it's worked really well together and abs- absolutely beautifully crafted team of, of pieces that worked well together really enjoyed that might possibly steal some of those ideas for the Sunday uh, you mean draw inspiration <laughs> from some of those ideas for Sunday no, I'm just going to blatantly neck that off. Of the <laughs> <website>. <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, just to reinforce what you were saying there, nowhere, I saw a bit of nowhere, switcheroo shenanigans going on. Cosmic Cube was around quite a bit. You know, again, just to, there's just so much crazy stuff going on. There's just loads of options, loads of, loads of things happening. I think it's going to be a cracking event on Sunday. I can't wait. And we'll let you know how we get on on the next episode. We most certainly will, yeah. But keep an eye on the blog because we'll make sure we get our hands on things like the team lists to share also, yeah. Uh, so there we go. That's that's our community focus is quick WKO summary for the Southampton and Manchester WKOs. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. And do we have a special treat for you in this next segment, don't we, Andy? We do indeed. We most Very certainly excited. do. Yeah, very excited to welcome our next special guest. We have Kat online with us, otherwise known as Dice Dice Kitty. Woo! Hey, yeah! My, uh, Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. You are most welcome. It's a pleasure to have you, my fellow WordPress blogger. And actually, on that note, Kat, do you want to tell folks a little bit about your blog? Sure, thanks. It's mainly just to help any player who needs you know, rules advice or they go looking for tournament reports or anything from my little corner of the U.S. over here. And I do mostly confusing card of the week articles and they covers just a random card that I pick or or one that I've seen pop up in the Facebook groups a lot. And I do an article featuring it and trying to cover all the rules basics for it. And hopefully it helps people out there. That's that's my main goal. If I can help one person then that's all that matters to me. And that's great, yeah. I mean, I've been reading your blog for a long time. You know that, of course. Oh, yeah. In fact, today... Yeah, I think you were my first follower, actually. That I may well have been, yeah. So we're both WordPress bloggers. I always keep an eye out for anybody else on WordPress who crops along with Dice Masters tags. I noticed your page and jumped straight in. And I find the confusing card of the week very useful because I'm easily confused. But we've known each other for quite some time. But today is, in fact, the first time we've spoken voice to voice, isn't it? It is. And it's exciting. I'm happy to be doing this. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be fun. So you've just, if I remember, I saw a post, you've just had a WKO round your way. We sure did. We drafted X-Men First Class, and it was it was a blast. We had so much fun, and the set's great. We had nine people play. Uh, most of my locals were sick. I don't know what was going around, but they just, a lot of them couldn't make it, but we had a lot of folks come down from St. Louis, and we, we just had fun. We had a great time. It's the time of year, Kat, you see. I've got two little ones. I know you've got little ones yourself. Uh, and I send them to school uh, after the summer holiday. And from about September onwards, it's just snotty noses, sore throats, yep. coughs. Just continuous now till about April next year. At least that's what the British experience is like. They're, they're, those schools are just grim cesspools of mucus. So maybe that's the explanation for your local players. Not 
you know. <laughs> that could be what's wrong with them because most of them are, you know, parent-child players. So that is probably what's going on. That is probably what's going on. In fact, I'm feeling it a little bit today. I don't know if you guys can hear my voice a little, a little croak uh, in the throat. A little, not not much. I didn't notice it till you pointed it out. So. Uh, well, I was maybe I could have kept it quiet then. I've been doing well. <laughs> been doing well. So you you drafted last weekend. Have you got any other WKOs you're planning on attending? I would love to try to make some, but as far as I can tell, RWKO was the only one within like four or five hours of our area. So I'm not sure I can actually be able to make any. Uh, we do have a Hero Clicks one tomorrow, actually. I'm judging that one. Wish oh, me luck on that. <laughs> yeah, very good. Yeah, well, good luck. Yeah. Yeah, so we were chatting just before just before we started recording there now, and you were telling me that border to border to get across your state is an eight-hour journey. Was it, Did I get that right? Right. It's about that. If you drive speed limit and you hit, like, all the speed traps and you go like you're supposed to, you know, and don't blaze like 90 to 100 like i do then (laughs) then yeah it's about eight hour from border to border and that's about how long it takes me to get to columbus ohio too which is origins area wow wow so that what occurs to me there and i think i mentioned to you a few minutes ago is the width of your state is essentially the length of our island (laughs) that's just mind-blowing different worlds so what's your favorite card at the moment cat Oh, I have so many favorite cards. I can't even think of any right now. Like, I have an unopened box of Tomb of Annihilation. I haven't even dug into that set yet. Oh, no, you had to bring up Tomb of Annihilation. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. Uh, I'm sorry. But uh, I think, constructed-wise, probably Jessica Jones' Ladies' Night. I have been tinkering with the team with her for I don't know how long. And Hellfire Club seems to be exactly what i needed for her so i'm probably going to be messing with that team for a while sounds like a fun combo i like fun combos yeah Yeah, very good well i think that's all my questions andy did you have anything you wanted to ask or bring up well you've just said that you're both wordpress bloggers true so let's find out who's the best wordpress blogger (laughs) oh (laughs) okay let's do a quiz yeah hey i'm down for a quiz i like these yeah let's do it let's move on to the quiz so we have got a quiz that is going to be based loosely on the very old game show over here in the uk called call my bluff i tried tried to work out a dice masters twist to the name and failed call my buff was the the nearest i got but doesn't really make any sense so call my bluff okay do they have call my bluff over there cat I haven't seen it over here. Now, I used to watch the BBC channel, but that was mainly just for Mr. Bean. He's like the best. I love him. That's that's some classic BBC television there. It is. It reminds me of how I acted at at Worlds this year when I was knocking (laughs) dice off the table and then turning around and, and knocking things all over the place in the typical kind of clumsy british way um, this is what happens sorry. to you andy when you don't wear your your tails and your you know your your day suit <laughs> no yeah. well i haven't got a uh, carson there to pick up after me i'm a, <laughs> I'm a terror so call my call my bluff what i'll do is i will say a phrase and the phrase will either be the subtext of a dice masters card or in honor of dice dice kitty it'll be a name of a 
Thundercats episode. <laughs> I love some Thundercats, and oh, I'm in such trouble here. It oh. just all mixed together in my head. I'm going to fail this so hard. <laughs> thunder, 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 Thundercats. <laughs> oh. Snarf, snarf. Snarf, snarf. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Very good. Okay, so just let me make sure I've got this right. You're going to give us a, a phrase. And we've got to guess whether it's a subtitle or an episode title. That's right, yeah. I don't have to guess the card or anything then, no? No, no, just either Dice Masters or Thundercats. Got you. Are okay. you going to Are you gonna throw us any trick ones that could be both? Oh, that would have been a wicked idea, no. <laughs> <laughs> right, folks, we're going to take a four-day break now while Andy goes away and... <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. There's, okay. Uh, the shoehorn in the uh, the theme tune now. Right. So, cat heads or tails. Ah, let's go tails, because cats have tails. (laughs) And it is a heads. Never works for me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, uh, I'll let our guest go first then, please, Andy. No problem. Right, so let's start with number one. If I've counted them right, which I'm not sure I have, there are 20 (laughs) questions in total, 10 each. And it's a simple enough, so point if you get it right, no point if you get it wrong. So... Question number one is, or phrase number one, is Mum Rana's belt. This is Chris's question, right? Or mine? No, yours. Oh, Oh, it was mine? Yeah, I gave you the first question. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to go Thundercats. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And you are right. Okay. I haven't seen a Mumra yet in Dice Masters, so. Mumra. Yeah. Okay. All right. Bring it on then, Andy. I'm Okey ready. Doke. I'm ready. So your one is... Oh, just so you know, that Mumrana's Belt, that was Series 2, Episode 21, aired on the 6th of October, 1986. And your <laughs> one is... <laughs> Old Man Reads uh, Wikipedia Entry. <laughs> <laughs> so, Chris, laxatives in your food. Uh, oh, I know this. Uh, this is Dice Master's subtitle. That's right. Is, is it a blind owl from Deadpool? It is. I only know this because laxatives in your food has been considered for one of our very serious top tens that I'm working on. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let the listeners' imagination consider what subject I'm planning on doing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. So so far, that's one all. That's the the easy ones out of the way. Let's step up a notch to the next one. So, Cat, I've got. Nemesis. Oh. Um, mm, well, you said there's not doubles, or at least I don't think it is, so it's probably a Dice Master card. I think it's a Doctor Doom. Spot on, Doctor Doom. Oh, well done. Oh, my God. Oh my god, I know there's an episode or something with Nemesis in it, so I was scared on that one. (laughs) (laughs) 
Cool. Oh, so going well. Okay. Yeah. Swinging it straight back to you, Chris. Okay. With Swan Song. Swan Song. Uh, I'm going to say Thundercats episode. Spot on. Yes. Oh, so nice. Series 2, episode 61, aired on the 1st of December 1986. Ooh, there we go. So, so in, uh, fun and informative, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would you expect anything less? I, um, I most certainly wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> don't answer that one. Next one, which is back to you, Kat, and we have got helpless laughter. Mm, that sounds like a Thundercat episode. I can't remember which one, but that sounds definitely like one. Yeah, I'm going to go Thundercat. Uh, you're right. Series 2, episode 56 from the 24th of November, 1986. Mm. All right. Okay, going well so far. Let's see if I can trick you with the next one. So, Chris. Yeah. The last day. The last day. Uh, that feels Thundercats episode to me. Sure. Y- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Yes. Wow. Okay, so you are making it look a little bit too easy so far. Let's try. Cat, I've got Idol of Millions. Huh. I'm going to say Thundercat episode, but I, it just kind of sounds like one. So I'll go Thundercats on that one. Unfortunately, it is a Dice Masters. Ooh. It is really? Thing from AVX. Think from ah. ABS. That surprised me. I, oh. I'll tell you where my head went. My head went to Yu-Gi-Oh, actually. You know, the big... Um, <laughs> g- oh, I don't know Yu-Gi-Oh very well, but there's, there was like the eight-cost super rare dude that was... Anyway, it's clearly oh, not him. Oh, if it's yeah. Thing. yeah. Obelisk yeah. and all them, yeah. Yeah. Right, see if you can take the lead. All right, I can break into the lead here now. Come on. Okay. Right, let's do it. Okay. One of a kind. One of a kind. Mm, Dice Master's card. You're right. Vibranium Shield, also from ABX. Come on. There we go. Okay, doke. Right, Cat. I've got On the Scene. On the Scene? Um, That's in April. I can't remember what box set, but she's out of Turtles, so that's April. Yeah, Dice Master yep. card. Very good. Awesome stuff. I love yes. me some Turtles now. right so chris yeah the mad scientist oh the mad scientist uh dice master's card spot on it's donatello also from turtles so you keep your slim lead (laughs) five balls that's about halfway through cool so right back to you cat yeah the jade dragon i'm gonna say Thundercat episode. And you're right. Oh, I would have said Dice Master's card then. <laughs> I vaguely remember that episode, though I don't remember exactly what it was about. It's been a while. Yeah. Well, you're a bit of a, a, a Thundercats aficionado. Not so much. I haven't watched it in a long time. I own all of it. I just haven't watched it. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, okay. Cool. Right, Chris. Yeah. This is to keep your slim lead. Bring it on. Touch 
of a nautus. Touch of a nautus. Possibly torch of a nautus. I can't read my writing. <laughs> well, <laughs> what am I supposed to do with that? Uh, Thundercats episode. <laughs> yep, you're right. <laughs> Series two, episode sixty-two, the second of December, nineteen eighty-six. You keep ahead by one. <laughs> this is, I'm fluking my way through this. <laughs> the only one I was confident about was laxative in your boot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. Let's see. Cat, we have got yep. watch the world burn. I'm gonna say that is a dice master card because it's probably a firefly or a pyro or one of those. It is. It's firefly from the Batman set. Oh, okay, cool. Cool. So to keep your slim lead. Yeah, come on then. <laughs> Crystal Canyon. Crystal Canyon. Crystal Canyon. That feels Thundercats episode-y to me. Spot on. Yeah. And when did that one air, Andy? You've been a bit lax on the... Uh... Oh, sorry. Series 2, episode 33, airing on the 22nd of October, 1986. Oh, there you go. Thank you very much. No props. <laughs> I'm making notes right. here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right, Kat. I've got, yeah. for you, Hair of the Dog. I think that's a Thundercats episode. It is indeed. Hair of the dog. Hair of the dog. <laughs> Clever. Right. Chris? Yep. To keep your lead. Let's do this. Matters of the heart. Matters of the heart. Oh, uh, this is a Dice Masters card. I'm sure of this one. I, I think it's Carol Ferris. Star Sapphire. It is a Dice Masters card. It's Hush from the Batman set. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, then. Never mind. Right. <laughs> Cat, to keep the pressure on to Chris. <laughs> Sideswipe. I think that's going to be a Thundercat episode because I don't recall a Dice Master card with that subtitle. You're right. Series 2, episode 20 Ooh, from the 3rd of October, 1986. Well well done. I definitely would have said Dice Master's card on that one. Right, Chris. Time okay. switch. Time switch. Uh, uh, Thundercats episode. Oh, I thought I had you with that one, but yeah, it is a Thundercats episode. Oh, very nearly. Do you know what went through my head? I was thinking about like Rip Thunder, and I was like, oh, what are Rip Thunder's subtitles? There you See, go. that's what I was thinking too. Yeah. That one would have tripped me up. Okay, right. Cat, the hunter. The hunter? Uh, I'm going to say... That's a wait. tough one. That's a really tough oh. one. Hang on. It's a Dice Master card. Dritz. Yeah. Do you know what went through my head? was Craven. See, that's what I was thinking, too, but I was going through all of his subtitles that I could think of, and I was like, they wouldn't put the hunter on Craven the Hunter. So I was like, it's not him, and then I remembered Dritz. Dritz, yeah. Although he could very well. That has had Thundercats episode written all over it. I know. That's why I was like, oh, I, I better not miss this one, because 
then you'll like take it away. <laughs> <laughs> you bet. I've lost track of the score though, Andy. What's going on with the? He score with one question left each. Oh, you know, you've got two questions. Cat's got one, and it's tied at nine all. Nine all. However, we have got your next one to see if you can uh, keep in the lead. Right. Well, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Ravage Island. Ravage Island. Thundercats episode. Yep. Yeah. The 29th of September 1986. Cat. Yep. Killer Instinct. I'm pretty sure that's going to be. Oh, maybe. Mm, oh. Not. <laughs> uh, Black Widow. She has the subtitle Killer Instinct. I know Black Widow's got that. You're right. So, final question. Right, okay. If if you get this right, you've won. If you get it wrong, then we'll take a five-minute break whilst I work out what to do next. (laughs) (laughs) So, it's all on you. And I've got Carrying the Mantle. Carrying the Mantle. Uh, Thundercats episode. It's Batgirl from the Batman. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) So, after what must have been 11 questions in the end, (laughs) uh, you are tied on 10 apiece. Oh, right. So we need some sort of tiebreaker now. We do. Don't we just need a (laughs) (laughs) tiebreaker? Did you not prepare a tiebreaker, Andy? I didn't realise that you were going to get so many right. <laughs> well, what can I say? We we clearly know our Thundercats. You know what I mean? You do. Right. So, you might not have known, but all of the Thundercats episodes that I have read out are from Series 2. Right. Which aired in the year 1986. Okay. Episode 18, The Sound Stones. Right. All right. Take a date from each of you. What? <laughs> what? Whatever date is closer to the release date when it was first aired is the winner. <laughs> what? So you want the date and the month or just... just... Well, it's 1986, so it's going to be... I've just got to pick a date in 1986, and if I'm closest, I'll get it. Yeah, well, you both have to pick a date, and whoever's the closest wins. Okay, well, after you then, Kat, go on. Uh, ladies first. Uh, most of these have been September, October, November, and December and stuff. Uh, I'll go September 30th. Uh, I'm going to say August the 14th. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and the winner why is, is. Why is that funny? With one day out, is cat. It was on the first of October. No way! <laughs> well <laughs> done. Oh well done. What a crap! <laughs> I took a stab in the dark on that. I had no clue. Yeah, oh. you, you are clearly tuned into some kind of higher Thundercats-related force. I don't know what the to say. With me. <laughs> well, Kat, well done. You are you are the better blogger. Uh, <laughs> Thanks. 
standing ovation. There you go. The WordPress off has been won by the Dice Dice Kitty. There it is. That's a prestigious title. The Ministry of Dice WordPress Blogger 2017 Award goes to Dice Dice Kitty based on her Thundercat episode knowledge. (laughs) Well, you know what this means now. I'm going to have to bump up my personal custom Thundercat set before I put another pony set out. (laughs) Yeah, well, we we would enjoy that. Yes, please. That would be tremendous. My Little Pony set is is outstanding. So just total patented Chris Tangent. You can get playing cards printed. There's playing card printing services. But I was looking into it, and I think I can get them to print the cards off. And My Little Girl is a mad My Little Pony fan. So I'm waiting a little bit until she's a touch older because she's not quite ready for Dice Masters yet. But when she is, I'm thinking about getting the set printed out and giving it a try. Oh, I mean, I've played around with it a little bit. And what we did, because I did the custom dice for it, we just took whatever Dice Master cards we wanted and put up underneath the card to where the, the dice row shows and yeah. just used, used pre-existing dice. Sure, sure. But sure. it was so much fun to make. I love ponies, and that that was such a fun <laughs> set to make. It must have taken a long time. Seventy-something uh, hours. Crikey! A labour of love. Yeah, I was dedicated. <laughs> well, we enjoyed it a great deal, and if you can work some of that magic on a Thundercat set, then uh, we would be equally grateful. Uh, I will definitely start working on that. Well, we look forward to it. We look forward to it, especially. I think it's. Uh, I think it'll be a worthwhile endeavour after today's result. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, folks. Well, we're going to wrap that up there. Thank you, Kat, so much for coming along, folks. I would encourage you to go along to. Uh, is it dicedicekitty.wordpress.com? Uh, no, I can't remember. Let me let me pull up my web browser here. It's Google. like if they Google. It's like, Dice Dice yeah. Kitty, they'll find it. Or go to the BritRoller6.com website, and I've, I've got a link in my favourite link section towards the bottom of the page. Uh, so I'd encourage everyone to go and have a look, if, if for no other reason than to go and check out the homemade My Little Pony set that Cat's done. Andy, thanks as always for the Q Branch quiz. My pleasure. And we'll move on to the next segment. Cheers, guys. Well, thanks for having me. And we're back, now ready to do another pick of the week. That's two episodes on the bounce there, Andy, we've done picks of the week we love a good pick of the week we do love a good pick of the week and this week's going to be a spoiler pick of the week we'll let your tremendous jingle fire off and then we'll get into some chat about it shall we cool jingle away pick of the week love that jingle (laughs) (laughs) yeah the pick of the week this week is from the Thor Mighty Thor set, I think it's actually called, to use its correct title. The Mighty Thor set, it's a bit of a predictable one. I think a lot of people are going to be talking about this card. There probably has been some chatter uh, around and about before we've got this episode out, but we just felt it it was too, too standout not to talk about as a pick a week. And it is Malekith, the 13th son of a 13th son. Do you want me to read it out? Yeah, you do your thing, man. Cool. So Malakith, he the thirteenth son of a thirteenth son, is a four cost bolt with the villain affiliation. The text reads: Whilst Malakith is active, when you use an action die, 
you may add it to your bag at the end of the turn instead of adding it to your use pile. Global Pay Bolt. Once during your turn, KO target character die you control. If you do, reduce the purchase cost of the next action die you purchase by two. And his stats are 114, 1, 2, can't read it, 1, 3, 6. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, 1, 2, 5. Ah, 1, 2, 5, so I can read it from the photo I've got. It's in the sidekick app already, my man. Oh, I was looking at the photo that you um, you sent that, me over. That I sent you, okay, sure. Well, it's already in the sidekick app, so excellent work once again, Aaron. Thank you very much. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty clear why this one's standing out. It's the return of the Blue Eyes White Dragon Global, or yeah. kind of the return to the Blue Eyes White Dragon Global. Before we move on, are we going to try and coin a, a, a shorthand name quickly? Blue Eyes White Malakith? Uh, mood? Mood. <laughs> Mood. <laughs> Mood. Mood. Yeah. Mood Global. Mood Global, I love there, it. There we go. But yeah, absolutely. Blue Eyes White Dragon Global. Uh, in fact, only in our last episode when we were doing our modern versus golden face off, we talked about why it was such a tremendous global. And here it is making a return. As a, anyone who's read my blog post on the Thor spoilers will have seen i think i my opening sentence on this card was to say do you know what the more things change the more they clearly stay the same sometimes yeah it's been toned down quite a lot similar to hxg global uh the um uh, so you can only use it once so you can't uh, reduce down the cost of your action dice by more than two saying that there's not a lot of high cost action dice out there so it's not too bad you also get the removal aspect of being able to get rid of something from the the field. So if you've got, you know, something nasty coming out that might blank, like the D Wiz trying to blank your bard or or whatever, uh, you can snip them out of the way nice and quick. And it also opens up a lot of avenues for action dice as well, especially when you start using them. If you get Malakith out on the field, you can start putting them back in your bag again. And there's quite a few good bolt action dice cosmic cube kryptonite all the nasties so you're getting them too cheaper get him out on the field and you, you shove them in your bag to come back out again yeah well just to we'll, we'll talk about the on-demand ko element there but we'll just to stay, to dwell on the action dice a bit i mean action dice are very meta right now chuck this guy into a uh, is it the common boom boom i think it's common boom boom i'll double check that but the um, the one that deals damage whenever an action dice is used this pair Malekith and Boo Boom is like super disgustingly potent yeah exactly you can be churning action dice in and out of your bag and causing what is Boom Boom one damage or two 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 oh crikey and then if if they're cosmic <laughs> cubes that's four four six eight twelve yeah well so she's basic actions to be clear Oh, okay, okay. Basic actions, but uh, a Malekith, a Boom Boom, a Cosmic Cube, and an Unstable Canister is going to be a pretty filthy combination. I mean, like, disgustingly filthy. You throw Rare Storm into the mix as well. Yeah, game over, man. Game over. Uh, That combination is going to make Bishop even more desirable than than he currently already is. (laughs) Although you could just use a two-cost bulk kryptonite that you've got for one cheaper and put it in your bag each turn so it keeps coming out to blank him. True story. Nasty shiz. 
Yeah, it is nasty. But, uh, you know, there's, there's also, I mean, I know I've zoned in on Boom Boom there, but the whole action dice thing, the, things were going through my head like, uh, you know, so I like the front line, but I generally avoid it and don't tend to use it unless it's a casual team because the five cost of the front line has always been a little bit off-putting. But this is making it much more in the realms of possibility. Um, so frontline teams have, have kind of are back in the mix. There's well, there's quite a few, I think, kind of basic actions that are the four or five cost edge that have gone. If it was just one cheaper, I'd be more interested in that, but because it because it's not, you know. <laughs> so a- yeah. action related strategies are are definitely a thing. Yeah. So long live the resistance will now be a three cost that you can put in your bag after you use it each turn. So you'll be gaining at least four energy, not energy, four life every time you pull it out and roll it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Uh, and what's uh, what else do I like? You know, stuff like well, there's lots of focus stuff like betrayal, the uh, f- uh, team up. Is it the one that where you get the extra, the bonus for each of the different affiliations, affiliations. on your team? You know, haymakers for two. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So even though I've zoned in on the kind of boom boom direct damage strategy there, I think there's there's a lot this guy can offer if you've had your eye on uh, an expensive basic action that you've generally not played or hasn't quite gone the distance because of the cost or even the slightly lower cost ones and just getting them for dirt cheap and just filling up on them like a madman you know yeah i can see it being used quite a lot i'm looking forward to the release of the set in 2023 when (laughs) we can start using this to its maximum effect we need to get tfc 007 on it clearly (laughs) let's let's talk about the fact that it's an on-demand ko though yeah i mean we, we we touched on it with blue eyes last episode yeah you, you take something out so for example if you were to bring in a you know an elf thief comes in steals an energy how'd you get him out of your field you've attacked they've cunningly blocked with something to put him back in again oh well boom one bolt let's knock him out ready for next turn oh and i'll also have a front line for three mate you you and your elf thieves you're so 2016 well what were you thinking well you could you could m- mute off your um your Firefly or your Nobby. Or your, your Shriek. Or your Shriek, yeah, if you want to change re- change who you're blanking. Or your Blob, you know. Yeah, so if a Blob's been kryptonited, you can take that off and, and chuck him back on to capture something else. Yes, see, 2017 going on about your Elf Thief. Who plays with Elf Thief anymore? You know what I mean? He's, he's still a top, top-tier meta card, that boy. I mean, patented Chris Tangent here for a moment, but is Elf Thief as potent now that people aren't saving energy for PHG quite as often? Still a lot yeah. of blink transmutation going on, isn't there? Yeah, this, this, I, th- I think he's good. I think when people are saving their bolts to mude <laughs> their, masks, their masks to HXG, you'll, um, you'll, you'll see some play. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I, yeah, I don't disagree. So get back on track. So yeah, uh, you're absolutely right. You can use your mude global to get your blob back round, your shriek back round, your knobby back round, your firefly. In fact, there's quite a variety of pretty crazy when fielded effects knocking around at the minute. Or even on more casual teams, it could be quite a lot of fun with like Yondu and Guardians of the Galaxy lists. You know, Gobby. Yeah, if you want to go, if you want to go golden, woof. Yeah, that'd be insane. Although you'd have Blue Eyes White Dragon at your disposal then as well. Yeah, true. Bewed and mewed. Yeah. 
So, yeah, the guy stands out because he, he just takes action-related strategies just to a crazy place. But also the fact that it's an on-demand KO is going to be a highly attractive piece of tech that I think we're going to see people using quite a lot. Not in this wave of WKOs, obviously, but the the winter WKOs that I'm going to assume, if they're following the same model as last year, will be happening January, February time. Yeah, it's just a shame that he, they got his name wrong. Uh, okay, what should his name be? Well, it's the wrong way around. It should be Keith Maller. Right. Keith Maller from Western Supermare. Uh-huh. Lovely bloke. I've no doubt. Thank you very much. I think he's very charitable. <laughs> Hello, I'm Keith Maller. I've got a brilliant card. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to borrow it? <laughs> it's a super rare. <laughs> <laughs> on that note. And on that note, the Ministry of Dice spoiler pick of the week this week is Malekith, 13th son of a 13th son. Mute. and that folks concludes our 10th episode of the ministry of dice podcast i know you'll be very sad to hear that but i'm afraid we have lives beyond dice masters real lives that interfere with our nerd life that we're going to have to now go and get on with actually i'll let you into a little secret me and Andy are going to play some Skype games practice for Sunday. <laughs> hurry up. Yeah, so hurry up. Uh, so thank you so very much for listening. We love that you guys are out there listening to us chunder on about Dice Masters. I've been Chris, a.k.a. The True Mr. Six. Uh, and I've been Andy, a.k.a. Harambe. Harambe! Harambe! <laughs> we'll see you in two weeks with episode Bye. 11. Feeling, I got a feeling there was a Wong in there somewhere as well. Can't go wrong with a bit of Wong. Nah. Well, you can if there's two of them. <laughs> what two Wongs don't make it right? <laughs> 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 Boom. <laughs>